Hey, for our ministry minute today, we, we've got uh, more than a minute, thankfully, huh? Like 25 minutes or so for our friends from, from Providence uh, Teen Challenge Women's uh, Group. And they're going to share about their ministry. And But uh, it's always one of my favorite times when, when you guys come and, and share and minister to us. And it just uh, tells me what God is able to do in in our lives and and no matter where we come from no matter what we've been through that god is able so uh let's all welcome them up and they're going to share with us amen amen my name is courtney oh <laughs> my name is Courtney. I've been with the Ministry of Teen Challenge for just about five years now. And God has used this ministry to um, to save my life, to change my life. And I couldn't be any more grateful. Um, has anybody here not heard about Teen Challenge before? Oh, oh, good. Um, we are a residential recovery home, a discipleship ministry. Um, anybody who struggles with any kind of, you know, life controlling problems. I mean, who really doesn't have a life controlling problem really, but, um, mainly like addictions, anything like that, abuse and, um, God really, it's, a, it's really a ministry, a faith-based ministry. We believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to get out of any kind of life-controlling um, problem. And um, from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep, we're, we're just really much indulged in his presence. We believe that he is the, he's the healer, the provider, and he's the only way that you can really get out of anything like that. And um, so uh, today we're just going to, kind of encourage you and share with you what he's done in our life, you know, um, share our testimonies where we used to be, but now what he, he has done in our lives, you know, bring glory to his name. You know, it's kind of, um, it's kind of hard to, um, be vulnerable in front of a whole bunch of people that you don't know, but we know that the only reason that we're here today is because of what he's done in our lives. I do want to share a couple of scriptures with you. Um, Romans 5, 1 and 2. <clears throat> Sorry, it's the season. Um, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. And then a little bit down in verse 6. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, when we were still in his enemies we will certainly be saved through the life of his son now we, we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with god because our lord jesus christ has made us friends of god um somebody made a comment today um that we he loves when we come because we we stimulate the congregation that we were a blessing and it kind of um opened my eyes because we live in a house full of women you know things can get a little crazy sometimes you know um everybody thinks you know I, yeah we we encourage you it's a blessing that we come you know but it's still you know it's still a lot to be healed and you know come through come from all different backgrounds you know it, things are constantly in 
you know, it's drama fails, you know. Um, you know, God is working in our house, yes, but we're still going through things all the time. And um, sometimes we, our minds get off focus. It's not, you know, it's not always joyful. And um, sometimes we lose focus of things. And when we come out to choir services every Sunday, you guys are a blessing to us. You kind of get our focus back um, to the Lord and what we're really here for, what we're really doing. You know, we're glorifying the Lord. We're sharing our testimonies and um, it kind of brings us back to what we're really doing. You know, our testimonies are um, to glorify the Lord. This is really what God is doing. He's changing our lives. We're miracles. You know, all of your testimonies, you, you guys can share with each other every Sunday. You can encourage each other and not just on Sundays throughout the week too. And it kind of, when he said that to me, it kind of like opened my eyes like, wow, God is using us to share his gospel. This is what we're doing. And, and it, it just kind of opened my eyes and um, got me, made me think a little bit. And we, I was talking with a couple of the girls about it. Like, that's so crazy that he could use us, you know, us sinners while we were helpless, you know, he saved us and he did this for us. And um, it's just kind of something, you know, I wanted to encourage you with, too, when you're down, when you're feeling low, um, it could be worse, you know. It could always be worse, and you just have to keep your eyes focused on the, the Lord, not to your left or to your right, but up. And um, God is able, you know, and that's what we're going to share with you this morning through our testimonies. If he, could, if he could come through for us, if he could come through, you know, people are always telling us, you know, you're not going to be able, you're not going to, you're always going to be an addict. And, you know, a lot of us thought that we were always going to live this lifestyle because that's what we were told, and that's what we thought for ourselves. And, um, God was able. God came through for us, and he is faithful. Um, before we start with our testimonies, I do want to read one more scripture. It's in 1 Timothy, um, chapter 5, I believe. First oh, Timothy 15, sorry. This is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them all. But God had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in him and reserve eternal life. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is the eternal king, the, un king, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. God is faithful. He is able. He will come through beyond, you know, above and beyond what you ever think, you know. Um, just seek him. And I don't know why I'm not really talking much about the program this morning. <laughs> Apparently, God really wants me to talk about him. Um, Teen Challenge is a great um, vessel that God uses. Um, we memorize scripture. We learn about character qualities, you know, diligence, loyalty, all the trustworthiness. We go back to the basics. Um, but our number one focus is the Lord, and um, he is faithful. He comes through. Maybe not really when we want him to, you know, but God's timing is perfect. And um, we just want to share with you this morning and bring some, some encouragement, you know. And uh, we appreciate your encouragement. We appreciate your support that you guys um, love on us right when we come in. You don't know us. And uh, that's, that's just God, God's love showing through you. And we thank you so much, Pastor, for... Um, inviting us back every year and believing in the ministry of Teen Challenge. And we just thank you guys so much. We're going to start with the testimony from Hillary. Good morning. Can you hear me? 
Okay. My name's Hillary. I'm 26 years old. Um, before coming into Teen Challenge, I had been addicted to opiates and other drugs for 10 years. Um, my addiction started really young. I had a bad transition from middle school to high school. Um, I didn't really fit in, so I found my confidence and my identity in drugs, and my life really um, spiraled out of control pretty quickly. Um, I had a child in the midst of my addiction, and I really thought that, like, when I was pregnant with her and stuff, that that was going to make me change. That's what, you know, was going to make me want to get it together and stop using. But um, drugs just had such control over my life that even, you know, a child wasn't enough for me to get it together. And the first few years of her life, I was a functioning addict. Um, I always thought, like, that I was a good mom, but... I was never really there. I was physically there, but mentally and emotionally, I wasn't there for her. And um, because of that and because of my drug addiction, um, my parents took her from me. And she was two and a half years old when they took her. And I really th believed that within two weeks after they took her, like, you know, that's what it was going to take a couple weeks. I was going to go to detox, get it together, and get her back. And um, that was over two years ago. So that just shows how much control drugs really had over my life. Um, I was just a mess for a long time. I was in and out of different detoxes, rehabs. Um, nothing really seemed to work. And in September of last year, I was arrested for receiving drugs in the mail and just um, hit a bottom that I never thought I would hit. I found myself in a jail cell just completely broken and hopeless. I had no way of getting out. I had burned every bridge. Um, my family wouldn't speak to me. And I just cried out to God. I didn't even believe in God. I didn't really know if he was real. But I just cried out, God help me. And he heard my cries and, and he made a way for me to get out of jail without even having to pay bail. And things like that don't just happen in the normal world. Um, you know, when I get out of jail, I started going back to church and, you know, slowly seeing that, you know, something, there was something more for me than just this, you know, lifestyle of addiction. And um, after a few months of going to church and seeing my daughter and family again, my pastor told me about uh, Teen Challenge. And I had never even been to Rhode Island, and 15 months is a long time, but I agreed to come, and it was the greatest choice I've ever made. This program is its very hard. It's been the hardest thing I've ever had to do, but it's completely changed my life. Um, I've had like my family restored to me. My relationship with my daughter is amazing. We have an awesome relationship today. Um, I've been delivered of my addiction. I couldn't even have 30 days clean before, and now I have over 13 months, so it's just amazing. And I also, I have a hope for a future. Um, I actually am applying to college right now, which is something like I never thought I would do. And I have salvation. I've accepted Jesus Christ as my savior. So a scripture I would like to leave you with is Psalm 18, 20, and 29. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall because he turned my life of just sin, addiction, and darkness into a beautiful light. And with his help, I can do anything. Amen. Thank you.
Amen. Feels like I'm born again. Great song. Um, one thing that um, we've been asking people to pray for for a while for us is a women and children's home. So as we're going to be praying for your guys' prayers, if you don't mind praying for us, um, it's something that, you know, is kind of at a standstill right now. We don't really know what's going on with it, but um, it's something that is on our hearts, on multiple staff in the program, and our director's heart is for us to open up a woman and children's home. Um, a lot of women, as you heard in Hillary's testimony, she has a daughter, and a lot of women in the program obviously have children, and that is something that um, it a lot of women don't come into the program because of their children, and a couple people have had to leave the program because of their children. So if you don't mind lifting up that um, for us, you know, it's a lot of financial reasons, a lot of legal reasons as well. So um, we know that God will provide. If it's in his will for us to have a women and children's program, he will provide it. So please lift that up for us, and um, thank you. We're going to have a testimony from Terry. Hi, I'm Terry. I'm 50 years old and I'm from New Hampshire. Um, I grew up in a Christian home, and um, but I was always spoiled, rebellious daughter and um, ran away at nine years old to my grandparents' house. And that just, I didn't realize how much it meant until recently that my whole life I ran from things and it brought me to a bottle of alcohol. And um, I was a blackout drinker by the time I was 13 years old because I just had feelings and emotions that I didn't know what to do with, and I would drown them out. By the time I was 16, um, I was pregnant for my first son. We were going to church, and um, the church wanted to remove me from my home, and what they said was put me in a good Christian home and put my child in a good Christian home. And that did nothing for me to bring me closer to Christ but turned me away. And I didn't want to be like Christians if that's what they were going to do to me and my family was tear us apart over me being pregnant. And um, after that, I, uh, after I had him, I stayed clean while I was pregnant, but after I had him, it just brought me um, into more drugs, street drugs, alcohol, and it just, it just didn't like feeling anything I was feeling. Um, I had my second son at 21, and shortly thereafter, my husband left me. And um, the drinking and the drugs just took off, and then it was men and whatever could fill that emptiness inside of me, I ran to. It didn't matter what it was. And um, eventually I did find AA, and I went there for nine years. And I'm going to tell you, I was clean, but I still had that emptiness. There was still something missing, and I just did not know what it was. And um, I met a man, and I married him, and I thought that was the answer, another man. And um, he was wonderful in the beginning. And after we got married, I found out that it was not all that I thought it was, and it became my nightmare. And I spent 18 years in that marriage, and 15 years was hiding in a room with drugs and alcohol and isolating and just avoiding everybody. And um, 
it just became a pattern and God somewhere in there showed me where I was going if I continued on that path. And I cried out to God and I said, God, just, you know, save me from this and I, and I will reach for you. And um, I wish I could say that it just was this miraculous thing that, <laughs> bang, I was saved and I followed him. And it, but it wasn't, I, you know, that stubborn, rebellious child reared its head again. And, you know, I um, started going to church with my oldest son at the time and his wife. And little by little, I was starting to feel Christ in my life. And I got the courage to leave my husband. And I moved in with my son and um, started going to church, but you know I still wasn't getting it. And um, because I left my husband, I went into a deep depression. I ended up in a psychiatric hospital, and they gave me a bunch of medications, which just fed the addiction. And um, there was pain issues, and I was on more medications, and I just kept drowning. And um, I was doing, you know, this. It's prescribed. It's okay. You know, it, everything's all right. The doctor said this is what I need. And I um, ended up moving in with another man and uh, spending a lot of time alone. It was a convenient relationship. He was never there. He was a truck driver and he was gone all the time so I could do my addiction in my own way and I started picking up the bottle again and it just became this, this vicious circle, this being alone and, and, and spiraling down again and, and once again I cried out, God, I don't know, why can't I get this? Why can't I get this? And um, my son and my brother were going to this church and I walked through the doors and I felt the love of Christ in there. They embraced me and I was honest about who I was and what I was going through. And um, they took me and they loved me, and um, which was a new concept for me. It wasn't a love that was forced or pushed or make believe or they truly loved me. And um, a woman from Teen Challenge was there one evening and said there's somebody here that loves God but just hasn't surrendered her life. and. I knew exactly who she was talking about, and uh, you didn't have to hit me any harder on the head. I finally got it, and um, I went up to my pastor that Sunday and said, I'm ready. I'm ready to do something. I surrendered my life to God, and um, he looked at me like, well, what are you talking about, and what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to go to Teen Challenge, and he, 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 he knew. You know, everybody else could see what I couldn't see in me, and um, called up. It took a little bit to get in, and... Um, I made it there and I went in kicking and screaming, you know, as much as I said I surrendered, I hadn't. I surrendered to the fact that I was going, but I didn't surrender my life to God. And um, what he's taught me since I've been there, one, he answers prayers, whether I want them answered the way he answers them or not. And um, he's usually pretty effective and usually right. And um, <laughs> imagine that, yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and it's a process, it's a growing process. I, you know, I've realized in 37 years, his hand was in my life constantly. He saved me so many times. Even when I didn't want to be, he saved me and he kept me and he held me close. And he's still doing that today. You know, when I want to run, he keeps my feet planted. Um, when, I, when I don't like what I'm feeling, I go to my Bible and I go to prayer. You know, I'm learning that, you know, I can be loved there. You know, I'm not this horrible thing that I thought I was, um, that I'm worth loving, that God loves me and he is faithful through it all, um, that <sighs> he's just amazing. He's amazing that, you know, when I cried out years and years ago when I was young, that he stood there and he said, I'm not going to let you go. And he never did, you know, and when things seem to be too much, he's been there and he's pulled me up. And, and you know, I just, the first I um, hold is, you know, I will give praise to God for he heard my cry for mercy. Um, it's Psalms 28, 6 and 7, by the way. Um, heard my cry for mercy, that he is my strength and my shield, 
that my heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give praise to him in song. Not knowing that I would be singing in choir, I find that pretty amazing that he's just there and he will. If you reach out, he will. And if you're sincere and if you surrender, and I, I, that's what I've learned when I, if I'm sincere and I surrender and I give my life to him, he will hold me through it all. And that's the biggest blessing I've had right now in my life through Teen Challenge. Hi, I'm Kelly. Um, I'm 23 and I'm from New York. Um, I became addicted to heroin as a Division I college athlete. Um, shortly after that, I dropped out of school. I got kicked off the team. Um, I went home to live with my parents and ruined their lives, really. Um, it, was, uh, it was three years in and out of rehabs and um, really destroying their lives. Um, one night after an almost fatal overdose, I woke up in the hospital uh, with my mother at my bedside, and you know she took me to the car. I vaguely remember thinking I was going home, and three and a half hours later, I woke up in the parking lot of Teen Challenge Providence. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was what she had to do, and I'm really grateful that she did that. Um, but upon arriving there, I was, you know, I was still kind of out of it and um, feeling horrible. Um, so I was pretty desperate at that point. But as weeks went on and I started to, to physically feel better and feel better mentally a little bit, um, I became pretty confident in myself again. And um, I really had considered myself an atheist. I really didn't believe in God. I didn't, I just didn't believe. I couldn't believe anything that anybody was telling me. And um, the gospel was presented to me here, and I wanted to believe, but I was just so skeptical. And that unbelief and doubt um, took me out of the program five months later. And um, almost immediately after leaving, I started using again. Um, but this is like the amazing thing about God. God like began to reveal himself to me through his Holy Spirit in my addiction again. and. You know, I found myself like even worse than I had ever been um, doing like things that I really had never done before. And, um, you know, I just, the Lord was working in my life and I was, I was realizing that. I was realizing that there's a bigger purpose to all of this. And, you know, I remembered the hope that I had the first few weeks that I was at Teen Challenge. So I called back the director and um, she graciously told me to come back home um, so I've been back for about a year now, and upon coming back, um, the Lord has changed my heart. He has been revealing himself to me. Um, I've had an experience with the Lord, and I'll never be the same. He has given me the gift of faith. Um, that really is a gift from God, because that's just a miracle that I can, I want to read my Bible. I enjoy reading my Bible. I believe in Jesus Christ today. And that's the biggest miracle in my life um, today. You know, I um, don't really crave drugs anymore. That's a miracle in my life, that I have been clean for a year. You know, I've been in and out of 30-day programs, detoxes, um, but nothing ever changed inside of me. It was all outward changes, separation from the drugs, but the Lord is really the only one who can change my heart, and that's what he's done, and that's what he's been doing. Um, 
you know, I'm learning how to love people today in a house of 40 women. Um, yeah, and that's, that really is Christ's love, you know, within me, and that's what he's been revealing to me lately. Um, just, like, basic character changes, too. I'm, recently, I've, like, kind of realized that I found myself just in, like, normal conversations or in, like, normal situations, like, kind of yielding to the Holy Spirit and not just acting out of my emotions. I don't live by my emotions today. The, the program, like, makes our schedules for us each day, and um, it really kind of teaches me how not to live by my feelings because it doesn't matter if I feel like doing this or that. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> so I'm learning Amen. to put myself aside, and that helps me also to not depend on my emotions, um, you know, but the Word of God and, and what the Word of God says and is that I know to be true. Um, I want to go back to school. I want to finish school, um, but I don't really know too many of my future plans right now. I just want to uh, serve the Lord for the rest of my life. Um, the scripture I stand on today is 2 Corinthians 5.15, and it says, And he died for all, that those who live shall no longer live for themselves, but for him who died on their behalf. Thanks. Amen. I have to say that every time I come up here. Um, miracles. I'm just, I could listen to the testimonies all day and I live with them. So um, I just, it's just amazing what God is capable of doing with a surrendered, obedient heart. And um, I just hope you guys are encouraged today to um, what he's capable of doing. He's, he's able to do this with anybody, not just us, you know. He says, come as you are. That's the most amazing thing about him. You don't have to clean yourself up or anything. You just crawl to him broken and weak and he will do what he will do. And um, I just, he's just amazing. Um, this one here, I just, just listening to her testimony. And when she came the first time, she was so rebellious and so, you know, against everything. And now just listening to her testimony, it's amazing what God is able to, you know, all their testimonies, but just like right now, I guess, just listening to her um, new and approved testimony that she's given, it's just amazing what God is able to do. Um, so if you guys, you know, talk to us afterwards. We love talking. We love to fellowship. You know, if you didn't, if you want to hear a testimony that you didn't hear, and you'd like to talk to somebody, please do. We have information about the program. If you know somebody who is struggling that needs to um, hear about the program, please talk to us. We do still have our sponsorship program. If God's putting that on your heart, please talk to Suzanne or Terry afterwards, and um, you can you can do that. We have jewelry also that we make and design if you would like to purchase some of that. And um, we just hope that God has um, spoken to your heart today, you know, and uh, ministered to you. We're gonna sing one more song, Amazing Grace. You know, his grace is beyond amazing. His grace and his mercy is just, it just keeps on flowing if, you, if you're able to receive it and um, allow him to, 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 to speak to you. And um, I just thank you so much for having us today and hope you are blessed. Feel free to sing with us if you want.
So 